Hello, and welcome back to Sister Tuesday. I'm Nicole. And I'm Felicia. Today, we are going to talk about our (sighs) spiritual awakening. And if you don't know what that is, just leave, basically. (laughs) Or just keep listening. Yeah. (laughs) So that they can know what it is. Um, Today, someone asked me, what is it doing? Oh, display off. Yeah, that's all. Today someone asked me if I was religious. I was like, "Mm, no. And she was like, oh, are you spiritual? And I was like, oh, yeah, I would say that over religious. What did you say? Uh, How you became not a Christian? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And I forgot. Oh, it was weird because earlier in the day, we were, me and another client were talking about Day of the Dead and how she celebrates Okay. And she was saying that part of how she celebrates is, like, they have the Spanish word for altar. They have the altar. Ofrenda? Yeah. Okay. Um, and they put out the pictures of their dead loved ones, and then they set out offerings. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, yeah, I do that every day. <laughs> and the lady that said, was talking about Day of the Dead didn't say anything. I don't know if she thought I was just, like, kidding or mm-hmm. what. But then um, my bestie was like, what do you mean you do that every day? And I was like, oh, um, I have an altar with my mom and my grandpa, and I set out things that they like every Mm -hmm. day. And if not every day, then I try to do it at least, like, every other day. Right. Um, Which, did you get that picture of the coffee that I sent you? I'm not sure. It evaporated, like, this much more out of my offering bowl. Hmm. Mhm. So, um I said that I was I think I've heard the word omniocultist before and that just means that I believe that everybody's right and whatever happens to you when you die, if you think that's going to happen, then that's going to happen. Hmm. Um but also personally, I was like I guess I would be what people consider a witch. Right. Um, I just feel weird saying, like, oh, I'm a I know exactly witch. what you mean because there's so many connotations with that. And, yeah. like, people are quick to put you into a category. And the people who feel that they are higher than you are quick to gatekeep you from that community. Yes. Or it's like, oh, yeah, of course you're a fucking witch. That's what's in right now. Mm hmm. Because you're not like other girls. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just. Quirky. <laughs> the fucking. <laughs> I'm just, you know. <laughs> Don't even say the word, just fucking, you know, I'm just really today. <laughs> just feeling extra, you know. Um, but really, it's kind of been a long time coming. Like, yeah. even as a kid, um, I was raised in the Christian church, but I have always, like, seen spirits or, like, been involved in like paranormal stuff Mm -hmm. like unexplainable shit that people are like oh well you know it's just the wind kids and then like i've said in other episodes like it turns out that i would wake up in the middle of night and tell something to come into my apartment so it's like you can't tell me that's just sleepwalking right because how come i never did it like before or after Mm mm-hmm and that was the same apartment i was telling someone else that that was the same apartment that my mom um, developed kidney failure in too. Mm. So 
But so I've always known that I always thought as a kid, like, yeah, God is real, but so is like ghosties and ghosties. <laughs> What's the word? Espiritus? Espirites. Esperitas. Esperitas. So, ghosties and just like demons and stuff are real. Mm-hmm. Or like what I thought was demons. Yeah. I don't know. Could still be demons. I'm not sure what they were. Oh, wait. The fucking heat is on. Hmm. Should we start I over? should probably go get that. Well, it just kicked on, so I think we'll be okay. Um, what was I saying? Uh, oh. Esperitas. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, <clears throat> I knew there were, like, ghosties out there. I just thought, like, yeah, that's a part of God's world. I don't know. It didn't really fucking make sense. I was a kid. Mm-hmm. And even as an adult, I was like, um, how is believing in ghosts and stuff against God if, like... He gave us the soul. Can't it accidentally stay here? I never thought of it like that. I never thought that believing in ghosts was against, like, Christianity. Cause no, I didn't think that, but I guess some people do. I know some people do, but that doesn't make sense to me because if we believe that angels and demons exist, like, what about the in-between? Yeah. So that never made sense to me. But... Uh, I think in, like, I don't think you can hear him. Okay. Um, (laughs) if you can hear my husband, oops. Uh, but, what was I saying? Oh, I think the way I was taught, at least, it was, like, if I saw something that I wasn't supposed to fear it, that that was more the sin. It was, like, you have to Mm. believe that you're going to be protected by God. Yeah, yeah. If you saw something, say something. Yeah. <laughs> That's the uh, neighborhood watch thing. If you see something, say something. Oh my god. Um, yeah, I can see that because every time I would be like, Granny, i seen this. Mm-hmm. She would be like, just pray. Mm-hmm. Um, I do think my parents also were just kind of like, no, you didn't. Because <laughs> they didn't want to deal with it. Yeah. But I don't think that had anything to do with religion. No. My mom... Um, wasn't particularly religious. I don't know if she was spiritual. I think she believed. Nobody wants us to record today. Why is everyone so disrespectful? Nymeria, come here. You trying to get locked in a room? Right? Harry Potter? (laughs) If you want pets, come over here. But you gotta be quiet. She's like, no, Nicole's moving too much. Quit your meowing. Oh my god. (sighs) Anyway, before we were rudely interrupted. Yeah. Huh. What were we saying? You were saying your mom wasn't particularly religious. Oh, yeah. I don't know if she was spiritual or not. I think she believed that there was a God. And I think that she believed that there was a heaven, but I'm not sure. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Nymeria! Come here. Shut your bitch ass up. Shut your wop ass up. You're wop. No, she's not the one. That's Bijou. <laughs> that is Bijou. Right now, she was throwing it back at me, though. Was she? Can they hear me from here, or should I just... I think you'll be fine. Hello, and welcome back. Oh, my God. Be quiet, okay? Um, were your parents... Did you... Did your parents... I mean, I was raised, like, going to church, but I feel like that was a short part of my childhood. Like, uh, since... I don't know if you guys know this, but my parents were teen parents, so... 
since my mom lived with my grandma, we went to church all the time. And then when we moved out, it was like kinda, and it just slowly like fizzled out. Um, but we did go to uh, the church that we went to every summer. Had uh, it was called VBS Vacation Bible Study, and that was like a summer camp kind of thing. So I think I had the same thing, and I'm pretty sure I went. It was actually fun though. Like we did stuff, and then it would be like, yeah, there was Bible study time, but we like. Had there water balloon fights yeah. and like shit like that. So mm-hmm. it was fun. Um, so I went to that growing up, even though we didn't go to church like every Sunday. So I wouldn't say she was particularly religious, but I know my mom considers herself a Christian. Mm. What, what was that? <laughs> she mm. such a shady bitch. I know. I mean, she's not a God fearing woman. <laughs> she's a Christian. <laughs> she's not a godly woman, but she. <laughs> She believes in a god. Anyway. So, the I think the biggest um, religious influence for me was my grandma. Mm-hmm. And um, then, like, I would go every Sunday and Wednesday with her. And she was also, like, a camp counselor or whatever the fuck. Like, a helper. Yeah. At the church camps as well. And also, it wasn't, like, a camp. Like, they rented out, like, hotels and stuff. So I was like, yeah, I'll go camping. <laughs> camping. Yeah. <laughs> Why would I sleep on the ground? Let's get out. <laughs> um, so I did go to church camp, and I, like, was saved and, like, had a baptism and stuff. Oh, I was not baptized. I was baptized. <laughs> no, I wasn't. I had a presentation in the church, but, but I don't know. I think... Baptism is more of a Catholic thing. We it's don't, a Christian thing. We don't Christians do it. choose when. That's why. Mm-hmm. And I was like, <laughs> I want to be baptized. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I got, I never got asked, so yeah. not baptized. Um. So then I grew up, and my stepdad was fucking toxic. And the only way he could punish me or get back at me, and also my grandma, who he hated, so fuck him. He hated Granny? Yeah. He would, like, talk shit and make fun of her, like, behind <gasps> her back. Not Granny. I'm, yep. Okay, go on. Mm-hmm. And so the only way to punish me is to make me not go to church with her anymore. And so... So is that where you stop being a Christian? Yes. <laughs> That's where I stopped going to church as much, um, if at all. Yeah. And then, me and the Lord just kind of, like, broke up. Oh, my like, God. We stopped seeing each other. You stopped seeing Jesus? Um, what about you? I don't know. Like, my mom always would, like, go through phases of, like, oh, my God, we have to find a church, and, like, we got to start going, but we never did. And, like, there was a little bit where we went to a Christian school when I was, like, Really? Uh, but that was literally only because uh, we had just moved to Berwyn. We used to live in the city, Chicago. And uh, when we had moved out to Berwyn, my mom didn't have like someone to watch us. Mm. And the Christian school provided aftercare. So that was why. But I literally only went to that school for 
like two months, if that. It's probably because, expensive. No, because I hated it. And those kids were fucking evil. Really? Yeah. It was for fourth grade. And I literally like cried and begged my mom to transfer me to the elementary school in Berwyn because it was so bad. What did they bad. do? They were just like, everyone had went to school together since they were fucking birthed. Yeah. And so it was super clicky and I was friends with Carl. I don't remember your last name, but if you out there, you my guy and I'm sorry that I left you. But uh, yeah, I was friends with this. He's at home like, <laughs> it's like fuck you. You ain't sorry. Yeah, it was me and this kid Carl were friends because Carl was like the weird kid, but he wasn't even weird. He was just like awkward. Mm-hmm. He was really funny though. I remember that. I'm sorry, Carl. Um, but yeah, everyone was just really clicky and like really bitchy and mean. And I was like, that's not very Christian of any of y'all. Yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah, I went there for a little bit, and I don't know, like, we did do Bible study, but it wasn't super in your face, and, like, obviously, if we had music class, we sang, like, religious songs, but I also was not there very long. This light is your light. (laughs) (laughs) I used to fucking love that song, actually, mostly for the, uh... Uh, Busting out some fucking John 316. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Have you seen those TikToks where it's like, if he's a real Christian, ask him what his favorite verse is. John 3.16. Yeah, and it's John 3.16. They're like, so that's how you know he's not a real God, man of God. Oh, God. I was like, I don't even know what that verse is. John 3.16 says that God so loved the world, he gave his only begotten son, and that whoever believes in him would never die but have eternal life. It's a song. That's why I know it. <laughs> No, this light was your light. It was my shit. Um, I also killed that Feliz Navidad. Oh, shut up. <laughs> I was like, how is everyone here Spanish speaking? But I'm like the fucking star of the show. <laughs> they were all like, Nicole's not saying anything. <laughs> how I sing K-pop. <laughs> They're all like, ooh, and I think I'm fucking killing it. The teacher's like, yeah, Nicole, good job. <laughs> She's like, get it, sweetie. Yeah. <laughs> You're doing, uh, my phone's somewhere. You're doing great, sweetie. Oh. Uh, but yeah, I don't, I think maybe, like, I don't know. I always considered myself a Christian, but I wasn't, like, practicing or anything. That's what I thought about myself. Yeah. As we're out here telling our whole stories, like they already know what we do, we were doing, and as we're doing this, it's like I'm a good Christian girl. <laughs> I I don't know, like I think I always was under the belief that like, yeah, like I definitely was sinning, but also I kind of felt like just because you go to church that doesn't make you a good person and just because you follow the bible that doesn't make you a good person like you can still have hate in your heart you can still like i don't know, be judgmental and like those kinds of things like all the cliche things that people think about christians so to me i always believed or felt like your relationship with god is personal and nobody can say how or if you're doing it right basically i always thought like Okay, like, if at the time I thought, like, for sure there's a fucking God. But I always was like, okay, there's a God. Why is he worried about what's happening, like, 
with my sex life right mm-hmm. now? Why does he care if I love men or women? Why does he care if this or that happens as long as I'm a good person, right? Like That's my thought. Yeah, I just never really... Even, like, when I did go to church, I was never like, yeah, he fucking cares if we have sex before marriage. And Mm-mm. you're right, he hates the gays. Like... <laughs> That never made sense to me because I had always thought if he made everyone and if he made you just the way you are, mm-hmm. then he made you gay, why would he hate that? I think for me, uh, too, I've always thought about the fact that the Bible was written how long ago and it's been translated into how many different languages. Obviously, things are going to get mis interpreted so to speak mm-hmm. and two like how are we to know that there weren't like obviously the bible is written by prophets but mm-hmm. how are we to know that there weren't people just like and he hates the gays That's like exactly, adding in their own shit that is my whole thing is like i think because i forgot who he is i i don't think it was genesis but the guy who said that he hates gays, I'm pretty sure he's the same guy that was like, we can't wear mixed fabrics and we can't eat shellfish. Mm-hmm. And it's all in the same um, book. prophet's book. So I'm like, it was probably this fucking schizophrenic guy, which nothing against schizophrenia, but that means he probably thought he heard God. Mm-hmm. And everyone was like, he hears God and like maybe tried to suck someone's dick. They were like, no. <laughs> And so he was like, oh, it's a sin anyways. <laughs> like, so he went home and he was like, it's a fucking sin to suck someone else's dick. It's a sin. Anal's no, a sin. stay here because you're going to start meowing. Yeah. So he was like, you can't be gay. And he was wearing mixed fabric. So. I like that we give them southern accents. Yeah. And this is <laughs> and like the Middle, Middle East. East. <laughs> <laughs> also, why is Jesus white? He is a brown man. Like... No, he's not. No, he's not. (laughs) I actually had never thought about Jesus' ethnicity until people started like, wait a minute, why do you look like this? Uh Uh-huh. Because I just was like, it's Jesus. He doesn't have an ethnicity. But like, technically he does. Oh, he definitely does. Because if he was born in Israel, like... (laughs) Also, with these people being named like Mary and Joseph, and just things don't add up. Those are not very, uh, you know, Israeli names. Jesus isn't a very white name either. So I'm like, y'all, y'all seen this guy whose hair is like wool? Mm-hmm, yeah. And his name is Jesus, and you were like, white. He's a Caucasian man. <laughs> Peter, Luke, and John were out there too. He was just, just some brown guy that these white guys started following. Were the prophets white? I mean, Peter and, I mean, they sound white is what I, I mean. Th- I'm just saying like. Yeah. I don't know if the prophets were white. How come there was only... That's my other problem with the book. Is like, how come this all takes place in the Middle East and not like all over the world? Does he only choose prophets in the Middle East? Mm -hmm. Does he only choose prophets in Israel and Jerusalem? I've never read the entire Bible, so I don't know if it takes place in other places. So I'm like, I'm going to just wait. (laughs) (laughs) That's like what I'm gathering yeah, word on the street is yeah. Jerusalem was where it was at. Yeah, uh, Babylon was where it was at. Uh, Sodom and Gomorrah was not where that was at, but it was where it's at. Um, yeah, that's pretty much all I can think of. Yeah, but anyway, point is, 
I just don't trust that it like it is as concrete as people make it seem. Mm-hmm. And just like any book, you can change the narrative to whatever you want it mm-hmm. to be. Like, yeah, the words are plain and black and white, but so many people are like, no, but, like, that's not what they mean. Yeah. Oh, my God. Or is it? One of my cousins is like that. He likes to fight online with Bible verses, but if you use a Bible verse back, he's like, well, actually, in the context, that's not what that means. And it's like, okay, whatever. But like you said, everyone's relationship with God is personal, so maybe that's what that means to them. You fucking... Go get your foreskin and stop worrying about what everyone else is doing. He got, speaking <laughs> of that, he got, um, what you would call it, circumcised as an adult. Yeah, that's why I'm saying that. He's such a fucking Bible thumper. We digress. Yes. <laughs> but I just had to out him. Everyone has to know, as an adult. <laughs> My cousin got a fucking circumcision as an adult. Because he's such a holy man. Which, I I mean, I personally don't understand what circumcision has to do with God, but I'm pretty sure that, isn't that Judaism? Yeah, Judaism? What is the religious version of Jewish? Is it Jewish? Oh, yeah, it's Juda- Judaism. Yeah. You were right. Um, I thought that that was only in Judaism because that is like a whole like ceremony that they do. Mm-hmm. I don't know anything about it. No. But I thought that like... It's usually something that only Jewish people do, and that's why some people that aren't from America are, like, confused on why everyone has no foreskin here. Yeah. Everyone's like, so the U.S. is just Jewish as a whole? (laughs) I don't think anyone thinks that. (laughs) No. (laughs) But I think it is, and of course, when I go to London, I pick the only Jewish guy. (laughs) Arthur. Was he Jewish? I didn't know that. And uh, he was circumcised. Huh. Of course, right? Uh, I wasn't paying attention enough, obviously. <laughs> his One of his vacation homes was in, like, Israel or whatever. That's right. Mm-hmm. Bougie ass. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Anyway. Yeah, I, th- that, I think that's weird of your cousin to do as an adult when it's, like... And I feel like their biggest thing is when you bring up how a lot of Christian holidays and Catholicism in general was stealing from other religions and then killing off that religion. Mm -hmm. But we're not here to bash Catholicism. (laughs) I know. I was like, (laughs) this is supposed to be what our spiritual awakening. Well, I guess it kind of is because these are all things that were like, none of this makes sense. Yeah. Okay, so we'll walk you through, like, what happened to us in general. (laughs) So, personally... All right, let me level with you. (laughs) I'm going to be real, real for a minute. (laughs) (laughs) Let me give you some context, back it up a bit. So, um, like I said, as a kid, I never really believed, like, some of the stricter teachings. Mm -hmm. And then, um, like, even as an adult, I was like, none of this kind of makes sense. Mm-hmm. And when people would question me and be like, well, what about science? I would always say that, like, science explains God's work. I only believe in science. <laughs> I hate all the orphans <laughs> in the world. Um, but I was still like, there's so much that's unanswered. And I never pretended to know the answer. And I ne- was never like, oh, well, you know, God works in mysterious ways. Right. No. 
But then my mom died. <laughs> and I was like, well, fuck him. Is that really? Fuck, yeah. I, I'm... Get to that. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> and I was mad. I was like, well, uh, fuck you. Like, I believed in him, but I was also like... So I stopped praying, and I was like actively mad at him, and I didn't really care if it made him mad at me or whatever. So then um, I went to New Orleans, and New Orleans just has like this whole other vibe. Mm-hmm. And I think it exposed me to voodoo. Which, I'm not saying that, like, oh, I'm gonna do voodoo now. It just is, like, makes it seem like it's totally okay to not be Christian. Whereas I feel like Chicago is still a very large, largely Catholic, like, we still have a large Catholic presence. Yeah. Is it still going? No, it's still going. I just wanted the screen on. Um, so it was kind of, I wouldn't say my first exposure to other religions, but I would say, like, Whoa! Everyone else thinks this is a fucking lie, too! <laughs> yeah. And, um, I've always been, like, interested in occultism, but I think that kind of, like, opened the door for me and was like, look at all these things. Like, I got my cards read. Um, but first time around, we just kind of, like, I don't know. I can't really explain what I found in New Orleans. It's kind of another piece of me i would say Mm -hmm. which is why new orleans is like so special in my heart ma'am okay Um, don't be screaming now that you're leaving yeah you better act right (laughs) you better act right so it's just like an all-around vibe there that Mm -hmm. kind of shows you like there's more out there um so i came home and i did feel different and actually off the record when the first time i went when i came home is when um, I got that chick from my mom for $10,000. So now that I look back, I'm like, was that a fucking sign? Mm-hmm. Because how... That had been like three or four months after she passed. Oh. Yeah. Hmm. She passed in November. I got it in at the end of March. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, where did I leave off before off the record? Uh, you came back and you were like, wow. Yeah, basically. I came back and my whole world was changed. And, um, I just didn't, like, I was, I kind of, like, put that back on the shelf because life was still going on and there was still, like, a lot to get in order. Mm -hmm. I lived with my mom, so that was, like, a huge financial burden still on my chest of, like, there's this huge hole in my life that I need to, I'm not just talking emotionally, like, just responsibly, responsibility-wise. Right. Um, so then we moved, and me and you hooked up, and it sounds like you had, like, a similar, um, Kind of. Yeah, because I, same thing, I grew up always interested in, like, the occult and that kind of stuff, but I never really explored it, but I think that was because I always kind of figured you were born with a gift, and that was it. Oh, that was graceful. Um... I always kind of figured if you were born with it, you knew, and that was kind of it. So I was like, oh, well, there's no reason to look into it because, like, yeah, I've seen ghosts, but I've never, like, gotten messages or anything like that. Not that I... Would know if they were messages. 
Basically. So I was like, yeah, I'm not like psychic or anything like that. And I just assumed you had to be psychic, so to speak, to read tarot cards or anything like that. So I was like, yeah, yeah it's just like I can appreciate it from a distance kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And then when I went to New Orleans, I had my cards read and that kind of stuff. And I said something about it during my reading, like, oh, yeah, you know, like, this is really cool, whatever. And my reader was like, you know, you can learn, right? And I was like, what do you mean? <laughs> and he, <laughs> you can't fucking learn to be psychic, damn RC. Yeah. And he basically was like, yeah, like, I don't consider myself a psychic. I'm literally just reading what the cards are telling me. It's essentially like learning a second language. And I was like, what? Even the most skilled card reader I've been to, which was this old witch in London, said the same thing. That you can learn? She, yeah, she had to have been doing it for, like, all of her life at that point. Mm-hmm. And she was like, um, I'm just saying what the spirits are telling me. Like, mm-hmm. this is not... Bas- she was basically saying the same thing R.C. said. Like, this is not a thing. You you learn to do it. Yeah. So after that, I was, like, really inspired. And I started... Uh, learning basically i got a deck while i was down there not a very good deck because basically uh the way you learn or the way you read even is there are pictures and you just kind of tell a story through the pictures and you get a vibe of what's going on through like how the cards interact with each other so the cards that i originally got the pictures were not very well depicted and in some pictures there was not even a picture like if the card was Seven of Swords. It would literally just be Seven Swords. That's weird, I was thinking Seven of Wands. Oh, I almost said Wands. Huh. Sister Psychic. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so there was not a lot of imagery to work with, so that was a poor choice. But uh, I was also kind of pushed by my dad because, again, not realizing that I get messages. Me and my dad have always kind of had a running joke that we were both psychic. Because we have predicted all of the children in our family. Um, My dad more so would predict who was having kids and I would predict who was having like a boy or a girl. So if people were pregnant, it was always like, okay, what is it, dad? Ha ha ha. And it was just like a thing. Or like one time me and my dad were driving somewhere. It was just the two of us. And we ended up getting rear-ended. Nothing bad at all. Like it was just a bump. Everybody was fine. We went our separate ways. But afterward, my dad was like, I don't know why. I just felt like we were going to get hit. And I was like, me too. So there was a lot of weird things like that. And when I was getting more into this stuff and like getting readings, my dad would be like, well, what did the reading say? (laughs) Um, Well, uh, I just think it's interesting. Yeah. And I was like, why don't you get a reading? And he was like, well, I don't know if I believe in that stuff. And I was like, yeah, he never said it was a (laughs) sin, but he was like. Just he didn't know what he believed. And I was no, like, No, my granny oh. is very much like, ah, that's a sin. But what did they say? <laughs> yeah. My grandma said the same thing. Like, she was like, oh, no, like, that's demonic. And I was like, no one is telling me, like, what. I'm not, no one's whispering in my ear while I'm reading the cards. This is literally just, like, my intuition and, like, my first uh, and I feel gut like feeling. Even the most, like, I don't know what I'm doing as person can feel if it's like a negative vibe mm-hmm. in the room. Like, it's the same as if you meet someone and you don't like them. Like, if you feel that there's like, the vibe is fucking off and I don't want to read right now, then that's a sign that 
yeah, you probably shouldn't read right now. Mm-hmm. It doesn't necessarily mean, like, there's a bad presence, but I just... <sighs> I forgot where I was going, my train of thought. I didn't know oh, where that's where I was going. It's like, we can tell if it's the devil or something oh. negative reading, like, whispering in our vo- in our ear. In our voice. Um, but yeah, so that was kind of the same thing. I had, like, that connection with my dad about it, but... Then, literally, only a couple months after Nicole's mom, my dad also passed away. Um, I don't, I didn't have, like, a fuck you God moment. It was just kind of like, well, that sucks. Um, it is what it is, though. Like, I wasn't blaming God for my dad passing away, but at that point, I also was not very, like, well, I mean, not that I ever was religious, but I wasn't so, like... I don't know, while he was, like, sick and everyone was like, oh my god, pray for him, I was already like, well, that, that's not going to do anything. That's, mm-hmm. that's not how that works. So, like, I do believe that there is a god, but I also believe in, like, everything happens for a reason and, like, divine timing. So if it was his time to go, it, there was nothing that we could do about it. Yeah. Now that I look back, a lot of our beliefs really didn't align with Christianity. No. Because we did totally think, like, everything happens for a reason. And I always thought, like... It's kind of those um, pick your destination books where like you could go down this road or once you met this person, they could be a test. And if you go down this way, then your whole destiny has changed mm-hmm. kind of thing. And that kind of doesn't align with Christianity because it's like their whole thing is God has one linear thing for you. Right. Like God knows everything that's going to happen before it happens kind of mm-hmm. thing. He works in mysterious ways. Right. And I, I don't know, I just think at the time there was a lot of bullshit going on with my dad and like, not like with him, but like in my family mm-hmm. and regarding his health and stuff. Yeah, surrounding. So I was almost like just numb to everything at that point because yeah. I had dealt with already so much and I had already accepted because he had already accepted a long time ago that this was it. Again, my dad was like low key psychic. But he had said from the beginning, because he had cancer, and he got diagnosed in, like, mid-July, and then he was already passed by beginning of January. So he said from the beginning, when the doctors were still, like, positive and like, yeah, you know, you're young, you can beat this, blah, blah, blah. He was like, no, this is going to take me, and that's it. And That's crazy. He knew, and... Even when he was, like, doing treatments, he would say, like, no, this isn't working. Like, I can feel, like, because at first the cancer was on one side of his back, and then he said that he could, like, physically feel it spreading. Ew. Yeah. So, I think having him already telling me, like, no, this is it, I was able to accept it easier. I mean, as easy as I could, but I wasn't angry with God for, like, taking my dad, so to speak. I think the way our parents went out is very much us (laughs) because for me I'm like if I would have known that I would have just like been in this terrible depression my mom literally like went out Mm -hmm. one day she was here and yet the other day she wasn't yeah whereas your dad it was like a slow a slow burn mm -hmm. so I don't know which one I would rather have I think I would rather have just like the Mm -hmm. See, and I am the other way. I'm glad that I had that time with my dad because me and my dad were not, like, crazy close. So knowing that he was going to pass brought us a lot closer because, well, we had nothing to do but spend time with him, basically. 
So I was grateful for that because that if it was your case where it was overnight, I think I would have had a lot more regrets. I can see that. Me and my mom were super close, though. So any, like, regrets or, like, damn, I can't believe I said that was just, like, yeah, but she she knows. Mm-hmm. Whereas, like, when it comes to my grandpa, it's kind of the same as you were. I was like, damn, I should have did this different. I should have did that mm-hmm. different. And I hope he knows that this is how I feel. Yeah, I think knowing was good because I was able to, like, say all those things. Mm-hmm. But, like, <laughs> one of the things that I'm like, oh, no, it's silly. But my dad had watched the second season of Stranger Things and was like, hurry up and watch it. And I never watched it. Like, I did watch it, but it was already afterward. And I was always like, I'm sorry, I didn't watch it so we could talk about it together. For me, it's Game of Thrones. (laughs) He never watched Game of Thrones. Dad, wherever you are, you didn't watch Game of Thrones. My mom was caught up in everything on it. And of course, like, she passed a couple months before the finale. She watched it, like, up until the last season. And she was finally like, who, who is this Jason Momoa? Who Ooh. is this guy? Who is that guy? Ew, what a piece of shit. What happens here? And she mm-hmm. was like all caught up. And I was so mad. I was like, son of a bitch. I mean, but then when the end came, I was like, well, good. Because I wouldn't put that disappointment on anyone. Yeah. <sighs> but that was always something I thought about. Like... He was all like, oh, have you watched it? Have you watched it? And, like, I was still working and stuff. So I was like, no, I haven't yet. And then never got to talk to him about it. But, again, I tried to make him watch Game of Thrones. And he didn't even try. Yeah. So. So. (laughs) Yeah. Anyways. So. Oh, yeah. Your dad died. You went to New Orleans. No. Yeah. I went to New Orleans. And Um, it was kind of the same thing, basically. Um. But yeah, after that, I was just like my dad, again, we hung out a lot before he passed and he was really pushing me to do basically anything that was like, if you can dream it, you can do it kind of thing. <laughs> like my dad pushed me to move overseas, which I have not yet, but working on it, dad. Um, but like that stuff and like just Anything that I was interested in, my dad was, like, pushing me for. So after he passed, I was like, well, let me, like, really dive into this. Because before, I was just kind of, like, bullshitting with it and, like, just not being consistent, basically. Mm-hmm. And I still can be flaky with it, but I think I'm a lot more consistent with it now and just exploring what else is out there with it. I think part of it is, when it comes to tarot, at least, finding th- the right deck. Mm-hmm. Like, so the base level is like rider and weight because that's what most other decks are based off of. And so um, we both went for something not rider and weight <laughs> for our first deck. So we didn't know what we were doing. Yeah. And um, after we got the rider and weights, I feel like it kind of took Well, because that's the main deck that all the other decks um, base their imagery off of. So mm-hmm. it's a good deck to learn with. Yeah. Um, so then after that, we did see each other for the funerals, but I was kind of like, no one really understands what I'm going through. Like, everyone's like, oh, that's so sad for you. And even when it comes to Dan, it's like, yeah, he loved my mom and that's like a really shitty thing, but he wouldn't understand either. Mm -hmm. Um, and also we were best friends before. Right. So I was like, "Mm, let's see what Felicia's up to. Mm Mm-hmm. 
And I feel like that was definitely fate because, like, it just was, it just kind of snowballed after that. Yeah. And it was just, like, so close together, too. And as bad as it is to say, but, like, even though I knew, like, this was going to happen with my dad and I said he accepted it, when your mom passed away, that solidified for me, like, oh, shit, my dad's going to pass away. Really? Yeah. Damn. Just because, you know, they say people go in threes. Yeah. So. That's so fucking weird that you say that. Because the day, the night my mom died, I was like, they say everything happens in threes. And my mom is not going to be the third. Because someone else had died that we knew too. Oh, shit. Yeah. I got fucking goosebumps. <laughs> but yeah, so. I think. I wonder yeah. who was that, your third. <laughs> it uh, was my mom, your dad, and then Pete. Well, that, well, um, I was going to say this, this K-pop star because they had suicide. Yeah. Yeah. It was like, your mom was November, he was December, and then my dad was January. Damn. Yeah. Because I remember when it happened, I checked in on Sabrina because that was like Sabrina's favorite and she was not okay, but she said that she like talked to my dad about it and that my dad was like, oh, oh, okay. (laughs) And like was trying to be supportive, but Mm -hmm. like. Um, but yeah, like, my dad was not a very emotional person, like, up front, at least. So, I, she said that he was definitely trying to be like, ugh, I'm sorry, but, <laughs> like, didn't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But that's creepy that you thought, like, well. I don't know what it was, but, like, because I think also I knew, like, things were going on with my dad for months at that point, And your mom, like you said, was overnight. So when it happened, it was just, like oh shit, this is real kind of thing. Yeah, I think that definitely, I think that's happened for a lot of people. Unfortunately, I was a cautionary tale because I know a couple of our friends that like started (laughs) talking and appreciating their parents more Mm because I'm like, yeah, even though we're, I think we were 26 at the time. Yeah, even though we're 26, our parents are mortal they will get old and die. Mm -hmm. And in our case, they don't even have to get old. Yeah, both of our parents were only in their 40s. Yeah. So, that was real shitty. And I didn't really handle it well. The way I handled it was pretending it didn't happen. Mm -hmm. Um, But also, I seen her a lot in my dreams. So, I think that was also a sign that there's more out there. Yeah. Um... I think that was a big push for me, too, because I also dreamt of my dad a lot, but it wasn't, like, in a dream setting. Mm-hmm. Everybody wants to meow tonight. Um, but, yeah, when I would dream of my dad, I would immediately, like, lucid dream, and I would be aware, like, oh, this is a dream. And he usually, like, had some type of message. It was, like, one of the first times I saw him, he had told me, like, to tell everyone not to worry about him. And that he was okay, basically. Or, like, another time he came to me and he told me to, like, check on one of his friends and just, like, I don't know. I don't know if you believe in this stuff, but I believe in it. And, like, you can't say that that's not weird. Like, I guess the first one being, like, tell everyone that I'm okay, you could argue that's what I wanted to hear. Anyone could argue that these are just, like, our brains trying to work out how we miss them. And that's fine. But him telling me you. to check on his friend, like, that's very specific. And I'm not, like, close with that friend. So, like, why would I just randomly be like, you know what? Yeah, we'll I want my dad to tell is. me that. Yeah. And when I checked on him, obviously, it was, of course, like, the movies. Like, oh, my God, 
god yeah like mm-hmm. i was just thinking about him the other day i was actually having a hard time so yeah hmm i forgot what i was gonna say mm. um but i definitely think we like us each other are this friendship is probably a big part of our awakening as well oh for sure i think like i said once we hooked back up it was it just snowballed after that yeah and separately like we even as kids separately we believed in the occult Mm -hmm. and was like no that's for sure real yeah and then when we got together it was definitely we have um obsessive tendencies <laughs> so once we go down these rabbit holes of like finding things that like what does this mean what does that mean like all the pieces came together basically yeah and even i remembered this one story when i was a kid and we were in this, that same apartment that i would date or night walk night walk sleepwalk, <laughs> sleepwalk and um seeing all the ghosties and shit I remember we used to get locked out, like the door would get stuck. Like mm-hmm. my mom would unlock it and everything, but the door just wouldn't open. Yeah. And so I would pray to it and then it would open. And it got to the point where my mom, like when it wouldn't open, she would be like, all right, Nicole, do your thing. And I would like fucking whisper pray at the door and then it would open. And I just thought about that because I was like, what the fuck kind of witch was I when I was a kid? <laughs> I would, how else do you explain that? No. But I would also like to point out we're not just, like, taking everything and being like, well, yeah, that's real. I do feel like we dissect things and it's like, okay, well, that one I don't totally agree with because that doesn't make sense to me or, like... Some of it is just a coincidence, for yeah. sure. We're just giving you the examples that we took at signs mm-hmm. because there's, like, no other way that this would make sense in our lives. Right. Like, we did try to reconnect a couple of years before that, like two years before we reconnected um, after our parents passed, and it didn't stick. Yeah, there was nothing wrong. It was just kind of like, oh yeah, it was really nice to see you, and that was that. Mm-hmm. We just had separate lives at that point. Mm-hmm. Like, nothing personal. No. But this time it stuck, and it stuck mostly because our other friends flaked, and we just happened to hang out with each other one-on-one. I think, too, now I live closer, and, because, yeah, we weren't hanging out when I was in Yorkville still. Just that one time. Did we hang out when I still lived in Yorkville? I'm pretty sure it was when, it was me, you, and Maddie, and we went to, um... Oh, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I thought you meant, like, after our parents passed. Oh, no. Yeah. I don't think so. No. But yeah, I think that's also because I live a lot closer now. Before I lived like an hour away. But it was still a half an hour away and I had never been out this far. you never been to like Fox Valley Mall? No, only like the one time your mom took us. Or was that? That was Woodfield. Mall? See? Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. See? You should get out more, Nicole. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I went to Barcelona once. <laughs> Yeah, me too. (laughs) (laughs) No, but yeah, there are certain things that just line up and just happen to stick. That's just like, hmm. Yeah, I guess it just wasn't like the right timing. Or, I don't know. But I definitely think us being together, because as we said before, we just kind of, like we know what the other one is trying to say without saying it and like all that kind of shit. So I think... We're a very good, like, no judgment zone Mm -hmm. kind of thing. 
So it wasn't weird when we were like, so... There's very few things that I'll be like, don't judge me, but but even those things, I still tell you. Even then, you start with that, and then I'm like, why would I judge you for that? Yeah. So, we already knew we were comfortable enough with those things. Um... And then, like, there was that spiritual awakening, and I feel like afterwards there... I think it comes in levels, Mm -hmm. where it's like, after that, it was like, okay, so now we know there's more out there, and, like, anyone could read tarot, now what? And then we started getting into, like, I guess, witchy things. Yeah, like herbalism and other forms of divination, like pendulums, and just, I guess overall learning more about the craft as a whole mm-hmm. and i say that with air quotes for those of you not watching us on youtube yeah or um just like for me it was also like trying to consume what other people thought was out there right it was like and, and not to say that i believed everyone no it's kind of like i took things that like made sense for me that's what i meant earlier when i was saying like, we weren't just running with everything. It was yeah. more we would dissect it and be like, okay, well, I can see your point there, but not mm-hmm. really. Or, no, for me, that doesn't make any sense. So, I feel like a lot of research went into this. <laughs> yeah. Because sometimes I do get worried, like, wow, did you just watch one fucking YouTube video and all of a sudden you're a witch? No. Um, I have always thought, like, well, I always wanted magic to be real, but now I know that, like... In the movies, their magic obviously is different. Mm-hmm. For us, what people call magic is just manipulation of energies. Right. Everything has an energy, and technically everything can be manipulated. If you try hard enough. And if you already, like... Not you, the cat. I know. Where is she? Anyway? She's in the hallway. Mm. <laughs> Nymeria. Come here. No, you're going to hit me. I know, right? <laughs> no, I know what she's doing. She's sitting on the cat tree over there, and she's meowing for somebody to go over there and pet her. Come here. Yes, if you want to be pet, I will pet you, but you got to sit on my lap. Yeah, so it turns out that, I mean, okay, so. <laughs> uh, I highly recommend, last podcast on the left, the episode about, um, God, I can't remember her name. Like, Madame... Oh, it's gonna bother me. She's, like, one of the biggest reasons we all have this knowledge about occultism. Oh. Madame Lebrowski? I I don't listen to them, so I can't say. Blavowski. Madame Blavowski. Huh. She is, like, a pioneer in the occultism community. Um... So, listen to that episode. What they say is that she was both (laughs) kind of both a con artist, but also a pretty good psychic. Hmm. She, her theory, and I call it a theory just because technically we can't prove anything. Right. Is that we, as humans, before we could speak, were able to talk to each other telepathically. And as we evolved physically, we devolved with our psychic abilities. Huh. And so we all still have that remnants inside of us. We just have to exercise that muscle. Yeah. 
And that's basically the collective that the internet has. And I say the internet because this is where we learned these things. Use it as a research. That doesn't mean it's not true. Um, so as a collective, we all have these psychic abilities. You just have to, like, everything, work on it, educate yourself. Yeah, that's basically what I've always heard, that, like, anybody can be psychic and that we are all psychic, but... One, it gets repressed because as kids, we're always told, like, that's not real. And because of that, then two, we don't exercise that muscle and we don't know how to tap into it as easily. Mm -hmm. But think about it. Like, there are certain things that we accept as normal that are pretty witchy, like deja vu. Uh, Blowing out candles and wishing on them. Yeah. Wishing on our eyelashes. Christmas trees, which is a pagan tradition. Uh, Wishbones. Throwing coins into fountains. Having dreams about people that you have crushes on, and, or having people that you don't see having crushes on, and then all of a sudden after that dream you have a crush on them. They say that that is, maybe that is meant to be, or the other person has a crush on you, and so you feel their energy so strongly that, like, they don't mean to, but they're in your dream. Huh. I've never heard that. But, um... What was the one I was going to say? Shit. I had another one. Uh, Oh, fucking horoscopes. Every bitch in the fucking 90s was reading their horoscope in the newspaper (laughs) or in like whatever fucking tabloid you read. Like there are plenty of things that are accepted, Mm -hmm. but then there's other stuff that's like, oh no, like you're crazy or like that's not real kind Mm -hmm. of thing. Or, like, your cousins who's like, no, you're born with that, and, like, real people don't charge for it. Oh, God, yeah. Or, like, real people just, like, catch you on the street, and they're like, you need to look out for this or that. Mm -hmm. This is gonna happen to you. It's like, that's not how that works. I do believe that certain people have affinities for certain psychic abilities, Mm -hmm. but that doesn't mean you can't work on that even harder and get like fine-tune that one yeah like personally i used to obviously like i said i used to see things and now i'm pretty sure because everyone used to be like that's not normal to see things that's not real you should like Mm -hmm. i stopped seeing things but now sometimes i'll hear things and not like out clear it'll be like hearing a conversation between other people like, if you hear your next-door neighbors, and you can hear the, like, but you can't hear what they're saying exactly, Yeah, that's what I'll hear. Mm-hmm. I don't, for me, I think I have a lot of stuff with, like, my dreams, or a lot of it is just, like, that gut feeling. Like, earlier I knew you were here. Yeah. Yeah. Before she came over, I was wearing shorts, and I was like, oh, let me put pants on before Nicole gets here, because she's going to get here, like, right now. And literally, I changed my pants, and Nicole was like, I'm here. Or that dream I had about um, losing my palate and then all of a sudden Poppy broke my palate. Yeah. I've always been a firm believer that my dreams have some kind of meaning. Mm-hmm. Like everyone's dreams, not just mine. So I think we're definitely paying extra attention to our dreams now. Yeah. And that's like, I think dream interpretation is also like a pretty open thing that people do. Yeah. Now that we're talking about it. Like, definitely there's... People have built a science around it where it's like, oh, it's your brain doing this or that. Which I'm not discrediting at all. No. Because I definitely think 
that brains have dreams and do certain things because we need to work on our fucking shit, our own shit. Yeah, it's supposed to be like your brain is uh, processing everything that happened during that day and like that's your subconscious working through it. And if they're not doing that, then it's like, this happens, what the fuck are you going to do? Like, (laughs) it runs drills on you. Does it? Yeah. I've never had a drill dream. Not that I can think of. (laughs) Well, things that, like, don't make sense that would ever happen, but you, like, get through it. Like when I have to choose between Frank Iero and Cole Sprouse? Exactly. (sighs) Okay, That's your brain being like, who? That happened in a dream once. I think I talked about it on the podcast. You might have. But anyway. But that's a drill dream. Um... (laughs) I like that we're going to coin that phrase now. The drill dream. drill dream. But it's your brain, like, trying to prepare you for the outside world, among other things. But I also think that energies, spirits, and other things can contact us in our dreams. Yeah, I believe that. Or, um... What was I going to say? I've never had it, but, like, when people experience the same dream... Mm-hmm. We have That's, had that. Hmm. Where we've had the same dream. I don't remember particularly, but I'm pretty sure when I used to spend the night and, like, live with you, we've had the same dream once or twice. Did we? Maybe I just don't remember then. Mm-hmm. But I think that that's really interesting when people have, like, basically the exact same dream. Yeah. Like, how do you explain that, science? Yeah. <laughs> hmm. Um... Now I want to figure out all the things that are witchy that people, like... Do that's just, like, normal? Yeah. Uh, knock on wood. Knock on wood. Um, that one I recently learned what the reason is, because, uh... I think it was a pagan, like, deity that was the god of luck, and he lived in the trees, so you would knock on wood to wake him up and give you good luck. That's cute. Isn't it? <laughs> I think it was Pagan. Don't hold me to that. I don't mm-hmm. remember what his name is. But that's well, why Pagan I knock on wood. Well, Pagan just means not Christian, doesn't it? No, Pagan is like an actual thing. Paganism? Mm-hmm. I thought Paganism just meant anything that's not... No, Paganism is its own thing. A lot of uh, like witchcraft is based in it, but not like all Paganism is witchcraft kind of thing. She's trying to steal something from you, I think. I'm Or like... A lot of things are based in Wiccan, but witchcraft is not Wiccan. Right. I do think Wiccan falls under the pagan umbrella, but I'm not 100% sure on that. So it's kind of like different denominations of Catholicism or Christianity. I think so, but I'm not 100% sure because I've also seen um, this girl I know, her husband considers himself Norse pagan. Mm -hmm. So yeah, like I know pagan is just like an umbrella term. But it is its own religion. It's mm. not just, like, not Christianity. Well, I thought that's... I mean, maybe that's what, like, the name, the word means. I could have swore. I think paganism is older than Christianity, though. Yeah, but they fucking took over. A person holding religious beliefs other than those of the main world religious religions. Well, that's descriptive. Relations to pagans. Yeah, basically anything that's not, like, Catholic. Since that's, like, the main fucking thing that everyone took over. 
I mean, there's like Muslim and Islamic and that kind of stuff too. Paganism was originally a pejorative and derogatory term for polytheism. So any polytheistic then know inferior. Because I don't know 100% if that means like... I'm pretty sure it's its own thing. Because that would mean that like the Egyptians are pagans. Yeah, technically. And I don't think that that's... Like, I don't know if you can consider them that. We but... wouldn't call them modern... Well, I'm pretty sure it just means... It's like a broad term for people that's not the majority. I'm not sure, but... Yeah, most of what it's coming up is just saying what's not like the majority. That's like saying people of color, I think. Is it? Mm-hmm. Anyways. Um, so where we're at now in our spiritual awakening is seeing repetitive numbers mm-hmm. and getting... Um, downloads is what we call it yeah because we're not sure (laughs) what the fuck is going on we just like have just weird shit basically yeah sorry if you guys see me moving my hand i'm trying to itch but not itch my new tattoo because it fucking itches that's still scratching it (laughs) with the back of my nail though that's still scratching it god you're not supposed to scratch her titties itch Give it a spank. That's what you're supposed to do. Mm. <laughs> um, where we're at now is just seeing repetitive numbers, which I people call angel numbers. Weird dreams that match up with a lot of things. Mm-hmm. Um, like weird intuitive things between the two of us. Yeah. Sometimes we'll meditate together and it's definitely more intense. Yeah, because I think that's probably one of the biggest things that we've been working on is our meditation and then our shadow work, mm-hmm. which uh, shadow work basically is just working on accepting the parts of you that you don't really like or you don't really acknowledge. Uh, that's like just a s- simple definition of it. There's way more to it than that. Shadow work but, for, I basically call it therapy. Like yeah. going to therapy is shadow work. Mm-hmm. Um, if you can't afford it, or like me, if you're kind of nervous to go, uh, it doesn't fix it because you should probably s- still go to a therapist. But um, it does help you work through your feelings. And like, I've always been a, why do I feel this as bitch anyways? Mm-hmm. So writing it out does like, it's like saying it out loud. Yeah, that's been our choice of shadow work. We've been journaling and just kind of working through like traumas and having whole ass epiphanies during it. So I think that's what's been triggering all the weird stuff that's been going on with us. Yeah, because they say once you meditate more and figure yourself out more, a lot of other things in your psyche unlock, which Mm -hmm. unlocks your psychic abilities. Um, Let me tell you, though, my therapist had a fucking field day when I explained what shadow work was. She was like, oh, you're going to write down all of your traumas. uh, Now her other client, she's like, maybe you should do some shadow work. Oh, my God. She constantly asks about it. She'll be like, so how's your journaling going? What's Uh, going on there? And I'm like, stop. Leave it a fucking little. No. Uh, Meditation for me has become a big thing because it just makes me feel better um, all around. Yeah. I don't know what it is. I can't explain that um, because I don't always listen to the Hertz. Sometimes I'll do the guided. Mm-hmm. And so Hertz just, um, 
freak it's frequencies in the music that help your brain do certain things yeah baseline of what it is um they there's science behind it google it (laughs) (laughs) yeah there's basically different frequencies that are associated with different chakras and helping you like and I know that this sounds really woo-woo, so don't don't judge us. No, but scientifically, it's proven that these different... Um, no, I know. But like I feel frequencies like... Frequencies of music or sounds triggers stuff in our brains and our bodies because it's all energy. And I feel like when people hear the word chakra, though, they're immediately like, That's why I don't oh, say chakra. <laughs> you fucking granola-ass yeah, bitches over here. I never say here. chakra. I just say it unlocks certain energies in our like brain because sound... The way I say it to my baby father, who doesn't believe in anything, Mm -hmm. still doesn't believe, but, like, I'll be like, okay, so sound waves do certain things. Like, sound waves can break glass, right? Mm -hmm. Sound waves then can do things to your brain and trigger certain things. I mean, we know that through music. I was just going to say. If there's a sad song playing that will elicit sad emotions from Mm -hmm. you or trigger maybe a painful memory or something versus an upbeat happy song is yeah and even then we've seen a beat happy song and we think of that certain memory that the time first time we heard it mm-hmm. she's so needy right now mm-hmm. she wants to give you a kiss um but yeah so basically the theory is not not even the theory the facts are that certain frequencies can help unblockages with certain chakras and certain energies. So I will listen to those like at bed. Like I'll play them right before I go to sleep and I'll just kind of let it fade out and send me to sleep. But for actual meditation, no, I do a guided meditation. Yeah. So 528 hertz um, is supposed to be like a, a self-healing and like just kind of like chill you out mm-hmm. um 963 i think i never remember the numbers i'm not gonna lie to you 963 is supposed to help you unlock like your intuition and manifestation that i can see people who don't believe in this stuff like whatever if anything it just helps you like achieve things and like believe in yourself we'll put it that way for Mm -hmm. the normies no normies (laughs) we'll put it that way um so that just and even if we weren't believing in all of this stuff it just does make you feel better and there are ones that are only 10 15 minutes long there are ones five minutes long I found as low as two minutes long. Mm-hmm. So if you feel like you have no time, but you still want to meditate because it does make you feel better. And I have chronic depression. So <laughs> that should tell you something. Um, definitely try it. Yeah. I like to do the guideds just because I still feel like I wander a lot uh, mentally. Yeah. So for me, it's hard to just focus on my breath and... Like, do it on my own? Mm-hmm. I literally don't know how to meditate on my own. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I can't elaborate because I just said that. I, I don't either. Yeah. I, I mean, I know, I know that you can. I know there is a way. But personally, my brain goes to... It's too much. It's still the beginning stages for us. So, yeah. I mean, silencing your mind is hard. Oh, God. Yeah. That's a skill. 
That is a talent. Mm-hmm. So guided ones, at least you're listening to this person's voice and you're just kind of like, sometimes they'll be like, okay, breathe this way, breathe that way, tell yourself this, tell yourself that. Like, now imagine this. Mm-hmm. Some of them are imagines. Uh, yeah, actually. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it'll be like, okay, and now you're in an open field and there's a stream of water and like, it just paints the scene. Which also makes sense because how do fields and water make you feel? Calm. Yeah. So. She really out here just derailing this whole podcast. Mm-hmm. Oh, same thing with crystals. They oh, have yeah. vibrations. <laughs> They're like, oh God, we yeah. can't now. They're yeah. like, never mind, turn it off. Crystal bitches. Oh. <laughs> Yes, we are crystal bitches. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to put it out there. It's kind of like, okay, at baseline, again, if you don't believe in any of this, think like, what's my favorite color? My favorite color is pink. So this rock makes me happy because it's a pink rock. Mm-hmm. If nothing else. If nothing else, yeah. But <laughs> if you want to get deeper in However. it. <laughs> However, this pink rock is a rose quartz, which aligns with your heart chakra and it helps you, it helps with self-love and be more accepting of love from others and being nicer to yourself. And you know what? Even if you don't believe in it, like, what's the harm in it? Exactly. If it makes it's someone else rock. feel happy, then yeah. why do you care? Because there are so many people that's, like, mad. Yes! That's just so angry that we spend our money on rocks and it's like, one, it ain't your money. We work for this fucking mm-hmm. money. Excuse you. Two, um, if you don't believe that these rocks do something, you don't have to buy them. No. Um, okay. And even if it does do nothing, if it, if I think it's pretty, like, and, and like, yeah. I can use it as... how shiny this <laughs> is. If I think it's pretty and I can use it as decor, like, why are you mad? If I can Let me use do it, it as a beautiful pink paperweight... There you go! It's still bringing me joy. Yeah. So... Like, I'm sure there's plenty of things that your dumbass likes that brings you joy, <laughs> but I'm That not, ain't got no use. Yeah. <sighs> like your dick. <laughs> You're probably out there like, my, I love my dick. But who else loves it? No one. <laughs> what? You can edit that. What the fuck? <laughs> no, I can't. <laughs> Why? Well, there was a long pause. Nope. You're leaving it in to be I an might, asshole? I Let's see. Okay, she's just up there. Yeah. Um, I think that pretty much sums up ooh, everything because we're at where we're at now. Like Pretty much. Right now, we don't even know what's going on. No. Um, We're just trying to figure it out. All we know is I personally don't believe in... The, I don't not believe in the Christian God. I think maybe he's out there, but I don't think he's the only God. We'll put it like that. And I also don't think he's the creator of the universe. And... Huh. Basically. I just believe that everybody is believing in the same thing. It's just practiced differently. I think it's all the same thing. I can see that. What about, like, Greek and Roman gods? Um, I think that's... it. It's the same thing. Yeah. Because, like, in Christianity, there's all the archangels... Oh, okay. Yeah. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. And, like, even they have Zeus as their main god, technically, so that would still just be God. Yeah, and everyone else could be, like, saints and angels and shit. Yeah, that's... I, I think it's all the same thing, because there's too many similarities 
for it not to be. Oh, are you back? Hello. I know this is going to sound crazy, but I think there's like one big, I don't know, people call it the collective. There's one just like energy or the universe, I guess. And then like the gods, not quotes because they're gods. The gods and the other things are just like maybe um, beings that graduated and have lived all their lives already and are just out there like helping the collective work. Hmm. And like some people work with deities and gods, so maybe they're out there to help us also graduate so we can't all be plebs. Plebs. That's what they're thinking. They're like, oh, I don't want this one to be a fucking pleb. Yeah. They're like, there's too many swines out there. Let's help them. All right. Well, yeah. that is the end of our episode. Thank you for watching and thank you for listening. <laughs> I um, like that you looked at them. Yeah. <laughs> I'm Nicole. And I'm Felicia. Bye.